Hello and welcome to the Money Rebel Podcast. This is your host, Haley David, and it is my mission to help you be your own boss, rebel against your nine to five, and build a successful business that you actually love. In my world, I believe that business gets to be fun, easy, and profitable AF. This podcast is your go-to guide to help you start and build a business that will pave the way for your dream life. Join me every week as I chat about marketing tips, business strategy, industry trends, and life as an entrepreneur. So if you're ready to play by your own rules, attract more dream clients, and build your business to six figures and beyond, grab a drink and let's dive in. Hello and welcome back. And also welcome to the Money Rebel podcast, formerly the Empowered Entrepreneur podcast. I am super excited because the rebrand is almost done. So we switched everything over from the Empowered Entrepreneur brand to Money Rebel brand. So I'm so excited to be bringing you a brand new season with the Money Rebel podcast. So you want to start a business, but you don't know what business to start. What we're going to cover in this episode are the different types of businesses, I'll be asking some questions and doing some coaching around the type of business you could start and you want to start. We'll also be chatting about different types of offers and businesses and then discussing the activity to do in your workbook. So also something really special I did just for the season two podcast launch is I created a completely free workbook. It's called Think Like a Boss Workbook, and it is designed to be a companion to episodes one through seven for season two. The goal for the workbook was to really make it as easy and implementable as possible to get started creating your business today. So if you haven't yet got your free copy of the workbook, head to www.moneyrebelco.com dot com slash podcast or click the link in the show notes. It'll take you to the same page. If you want to start a business and you're a little confused on what to do and how to do it and like where to start, you're definitely going to want to download the Things Like a Boss workbook. Okay, let's dive in and talk about the different types of businesses. I'm going to split this up into two categories, local businesses and online businesses. So let's start first with local. The most common types of businesses are a local service-based business. For example, someone who owns a lawn care company or a photographer, cleaning company, website designer, basically anyone who provides services and exchange of money for services in a specific type of area or they serve specific towns or locations or states. So that is my classification of a local service-based business. And then we have product-based businesses. A product-based business or retail business is someone who doesn't offer services but has different products for sale. And that is where their business is generating revenue compared to a service-based business where the revenue in a service-based business is coming from an exchange of services. So I'm going to chat about the pros and cons of each of those. So personally, I'm a little biased. For those of you who know me, you know that my first business I started in college was a local service-based business, and it was a cleaning company. So I personally really, really love 
service-based businesses because the barrier to entry is so low. What I mean by that is that it's so easy to get started when you are selling services and that is how your business is generating revenue. There was a really low overhead. Like it, there wasn't a lot of cost to start my cleaning business. All I needed was really the supplies and I was good to go. Same thing goes with a lot of services for photographers. Obviously, you need a camera, but after that, you're good to go with maybe the exception of editing software. Website designer, you would need a laptop and the program you use to design the websites. Lawn care company, you would need the equipment to provide the lawn care services versus a product-based business. There usually is higher startup costs involved because you need the revenue to secure the products that you're selling, whether you're doing wholesale or retail. And if you have a physical storefront with a local business, then you're having to also pay rent every month or outright purchase a space for your retail store. I'll summarize. The pros of a service-based business is that it's really easy to get started and it doesn't typically involve a lot of startup costs and money. I can't really think of that many cons, but one of the cons would be obviously you are essentially trading time for money. The pros for a retail business is that you're not trading your time for money and you get to sell different types of products and offer them for your people. And so the pros of having a product-based business like a retail storefront would be that you will get visibility through people walking past your store. Having a retail storefront helps with visibility. It helps let people know that you're there and people could just walk in and buy your product anytime. Another pro would be that technically you are not trading your time for money. The cons of a retail product-based business would be that typically it does require more money to get started and a higher overhead regularly. And overall, from what I've found and seen to be true with the people I've worked with and the businesses I've started, is that typically a retail product-based business does cost more money to start with because of having to pay rent for a storefront, purchase the products, have enough money to be able to place an order to have products to sell, and then also managing the money coming in and out to make sure that you're making not only profit, but enough money to keep products on the shelf and have inventory coming in and out. So that's something to think about too, is that with a retail storefront, it's really great because you can get the walk-in traffic from people knowing that you're there. Again, you don't have to trade your time for money, but it will involve making sure that your products are priced appropriately to generate a profit for your business, to pay staff to be there, and also just making sure that you're on top of inventory. Okay, so now for the second category. So we just covered locally-based businesses, and now we're going to cover online businesses. So same thing kind of applies. Online, typically, what I see most often are service-based businesses and product-based businesses. For example, online service providers might be a website designer who doesn't necessarily serve just a specific area, or town, or community, but they serve anyone online and they meet with their clients and do their whole client process online. So some examples of some online service-based businesses would be a website designer, a virtual assistant, business coaches, life coaches, online educators, copywriters, 
branding specialists. I have even seen photographers offer and shift during COVID online options for their clients as well. Hairstylists I've seen also provide education types of services. So education is huge in the online world when it comes to service-based businesses. And then you have product-based businesses online. We all know that product-based businesses online is like clothing stores, candle stores, like a lot of people do online shopping. So I won't spend too much time on that, but an online product-based business is just a business that is selling a product on an e-commerce storefront or website, and that's where they exchange it. So they don't necessarily have a actual physical location where people can come in and buy stuff. It's just a website where they're selling and exchanging their products for consumers to buy. So again, I won't spend too much time talking about the pros and cons for service-based, product-based in the online realm because it's very similar. I will say probably a pro of having a product-based online business is that you won't have the overhead of a storefront. So the startup costs might be reduced, but then when it comes to an online product-based business, you should be thinking about how am I going to get visibility and drive traffic and drive people to my website where your store, your online storefront is, right? So that's something to think about is, a, so a local retail business that sells products, they do get to rely on having a storefront and having a physical presence that people can walk past and see and that really helps with visibility versus an online product-based business where you really are relying on different marketing efforts and probably advertising to drive people to where you're selling your products. Very similar for online service-based businesses, a pro would be again with any service-based business, low startup cost, very easy to enter the market and whatever industry you're going into. And the other thing to consider too, if you're debating between being an online service provider or a local service provider is that in an online service-based business, you are also relying on a lot of online and social media marketing and website and driving traffic to wherever your business lives online. So those are some things to think about. This is obviously not a complete list of all the businesses out there, but I just picked the most common ones that we see. Moving on, let's talk about how to find what you want to center business around. When you're thinking about starting a business, it's so important to ask yourself that question of, okay, what do I want to center this business I'm starting around in my life? A really helpful question to reflect on and answer is, what are things you value? Do you value freedom? Do you value your time? Do you value community and connection? This question is going to help you also determine what kind of business you want to start. Because for example, if one of the things you value is being able to travel or be a digital nomad and live wherever you want to, then it might not be in alignment with that value to create a local business because you would be tied to a specific town or location because that's where your clients are. So I want you to really take some time to answer these questions and think about how you can use that to help you decide what business to start. And so again, if you don't have the Think Like a Boss workbook, you can head to the link in the show notes or go to www.moneyrebelco.com slash podcast to get your copy because all of these questions are in there and you can take some time and print it or fill it out online to answer all these questions. So the next question I'd like you to consider is what does the ultimate version of your life look like? I want to encourage you to spend some time with this question. 
and just maybe set a timer for five minutes and brain dump everything that comes to you. So, you know, do you want to own property to be able to invest in real estate, have two houses, retire your husband? I want you to really dream big with this question because this is also, like I said, all these questions are really going to help you get so much clarity on what business would be in alignment with your values to start. Next question is if you could live anywhere in the world, where would you live? As I was saying in the first question, if your value is freedom and being able to travel everywhere, it might not make sense to create a locally based business because you will be tied to an area. Next question is what is important to you to be, do, and have for your life? So to clarify that question even further, what is important for you to be? Like, do you have a mission of helping others? Like, what is important for you to be doing? Do you want to be giving back? Do you want to be helping the environment, helping animals? And what is it important for you to have for your life? Again, do you want to be able to have that flexible schedule where you can spend time with your family and your husband whenever you want to, right? And not have to work around certain hours or only have time for them in the evenings or on weekends. So again, I really want you to sit with this question and I would recommend probably taking at least five minutes for each question and just brain dump the first thing that comes to mind. And so the last question is, what are your non-negotiables? So what are things that you're absolutely like, I will not do that or like I have to have that? I hope you're enjoying this episode so far. Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you so much for your support. And now back to the show. For example, for me, one of the reasons I retired my cleaning company was because my non-negotiable was having the freedom to travel and explore and go anywhere I wanted to. And I knew with my locally based business that I would not be able to do that to the full extent I wanted to. And so obviously, if you are your own boss and you own your own company, you're still in control of your schedule, right? So you can take extended vacations. And so I'm not saying if you create a locally based business, you still can't travel and do all the things you certainly can. But if it's really important for you to have that digital nomad lifestyle and truly not be tied to an area, then that would be your non-negotiable. A non-negotiable for someone with a family might be making sure that no matter what, they're taking their kids to school and picking them up. I'm making them supper or like I said, retiring their husband or not working weekends, not working nights, those sort of things. So again, these questions are all in the workbook for you to go and think over. And even after you do start your business, these are really great questions to come back to, to make sure that you are staying in alignment with the values and vision that you've set for your life. Briefly, I'm going to talk about the different types of offers for businesses that you will see in the online space and for a local-based business. So, for example, an online service provider might have a service menu that offers education types of services or done-for-you services, right? So that would be more along the lines of a copywriter or a virtual assistant, anything that you're actually doing for your client. Other things look like courses, ebooks group coaching programs, webinars, workshops. So those are some of the different types of offers for an online business. And then obviously for a local-based business, you could have something very similar as well. So locally-based businesses typically have a service menu, which is a list of services that they offer for their client. And I will say like 
a lot of local service businesses offer done for you work, right? So a cleaning company, done for them, photographer, organizing, etc. And you get to mix it up. So you can have a local business that has an online component and vice versa. It doesn't have to be one or the other, but I just want you to feel really empowered in knowing what's out there for you to do. And then I want to encourage you to make it your own, right? Like I said, go back to your values and your non-negotiables and create a business that truly feels like you and feels like you're creating the dream life that you want, a life that you are not settling for. In any retail business, like I said, typically their business revenue is coming from an exchange of products. But again, you can be innovative and include some different types of services in there. So for example, hair salons, they typically do sell product and provide a service. So you can, again, intermix these and create a business that fulfills and gives you what you want out of your life. Those are the different types of offers. Again, it's not a complete list. I just want to give you a general idea of where you can go with the business that you want to start. I have an activity that will also help you get a little bit more clarity on what you want to do. Based on what we've covered so far, this should get the wheels turning in terms of different things you could do. And maybe some of you had a couple ideas in your head that you wanted to do. And what we've covered so far has helped gotten clarity on which direction you want to go. Now we're going to do an activity to help you have even more clarity around what type of business you should start. So if you have no idea what you want to start, what activities or hobbies do you enjoy? Do you enjoy taking pictures? Do you enjoy making graphics? Do you enjoy creating schedules and systems and being really organized, right? Do you enjoy painting homes or painting canvases? I want you in the workbook, fill out this activity, and again, set a timer for five minutes and brain dump all of the activities or hobbies that you enjoy doing. If you don't have the workbook, you can definitely just get out a piece of paper and draw a line down the middle and do this activity as well. The next question is, is there something you've always dreamed about doing? I know so many times before I started my online business, Money Rebel, I had always had a dream of like, I want to help women and to travel the world and live wherever I want to and do whatever I wanted. But I didn't think it was possible for me. And I know there's so many people out there who have this really big dream, but they count themselves out because they either don't think it's possible for them or it's too big or too far away. So this question, I really want you to just allow yourself to write down that big dream that you have. So what experience or expertise do you have in an area you could monetize? Do you love doing yoga and you're really good at it and your friends are always asking you to help them with their yoga? How I got started with Money Rebel is when I had my cleaning business, so many people came to me like, oh my gosh, Haley, please help me. I don't know what to do. Like, please help me with my business. So that's honestly, that was a starting point for Money Rebel was I was like, okay, I love helping people. Like this lights me up being able to help women grow a business that gives them the same level of freedom I was able to accomplish with my own business. So again, what experience or expertise do you have in an area that you could monetize? Do you build websites on the side? Are you really good at painting? Are you great at organizing? Are you great at taking pictures? I want you to think about what are some things that people ask you for help with or come to you to help them with. That's a really helpful question to answer as well. 
my next question is, what do you love doing? Like, what makes you just feel so lit up and excited? And like, no matter what, like whether you got five hours of sleep or three, you would still wake up like, yes, I get to do this. So now I want you to analyze what you wrote in each category and look for a common denominator. Look and see what crosses over into both categories. And that is going to be a really great starting point to help you like really finalize what business you want to start. The last question I want to ask you is really one to answer when you maybe have a couple ideas for the business that you want to start. And this question is really going to help give you clarity on maybe how to feel into which one might be the right one for you. So with the business ideas that you have in mind, would you still want to do it if it took five years, 10 years, or 20 years to see success or to get to six figures or seven figures? Would you want to do it even if it took a little bit to get the desired result? That question is going to be really, really helpful. So if it's a no, then that might be a good indicator to kind of go back to these questions and either rethink it or go through it. Or again, just take some time and take a couple of days to feel into it, right? My top tip when you're just starting a business is don't let the unknown and fear keep you from starting, okay? The thing about business and life is that it's constantly evolving. So be open to change. If your goal is to be your own boss, the first thing you have to do is just start. Start messy, start scared. It's okay to start and feel like you don't know what you're doing, but just start. So if you have an idea, but you keep doubting yourself, just take a couple steps in that direction and go from there. You can always change things. So your action steps are if you downloaded the free Think Like a Boss workbook, go fill out the exercise. Spend a good 20 minutes answering these questions and really allow yourself to dream big, think big, and go deep. If you don't have your free copy of the workbook, click the link in the show notes or go to www.moneyrebelco.com slash podcast and I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this episode, you can help support the podcast by making sure you're subscribed, hit the five stars and leave a review. Thank you so much, my Money Rebel family for supporting the show and tune in next week for another episode.